Welcome to Psalm 37. David is an older man here and in the Psalm, he shares the wisdom he had acquired all the years of walking with the Lord. So in style, this is a wisdom Psalm directed not to God but to man teaching after the manner of the book of Proverbs. David had battled with evil men and knew the frustrations of seeing the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer. And as he reviewed his past, he gave some wise counsel to keep us from fretting against the Lord when things are not going the way we want them to go. Now I must confess here that I have been here and I'm sure you've been here as well. Haven't we all in that sense fretted against the Lord when things weren't going the way we wanted them to go? So what is David's advice from his years of experience to us? First, he says, do not fret about the ungodly. Do not fret about the ungodly. Verses 1 and 2, he says, do not fret about the evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Now here the word evildoer is not simply a person who looks upon the other with the eye of disapproval, but the one who is actively hostile to the other person, the one who is actively against the other person. And may I say, it is so natural when a person is bent upon bringing hostility upon you to fret about this person. But David says, fret not. In fact, the word do not fret literally means do not get heated up. Don't get all worked up. Don't have a heartburn. And David says, look, this kind of a worry is very natural, but it is harmful and therefore it is needless. David, in fact, speaks in line with Asaph in Psalm 73, where he says, look, the wicked might seem to prosper in their prosperity, but their prosperity is short-lived. They will be judged and they will be cut down like the grass. So do not worry about the ungodly. Second, David says, instead, put your trust and delight in the Lord. Put your trust and delight in the Lord. This means when bad people get away with crime and profit from it too, when they cause us harm and are not punished for it, we should not react to the wicked with their own weapons. We should not play their game. Instead, we are to trust in the Lord and cultivate faithfulness. In fact, this is one of the reasons we should not curse the other because we may just get it wrong and may end up sinning. We don't take vengeance because in our anger, we may just not do it right. And therefore, we should leave it to the Lord for him to do it the Lord's way. Remember, David had a chance to get right with Saul and to get rid of him as well. But he did not take it upon himself. He instead left it to the Lord and he trusted the Lord with it. Verse 3 to 4, David says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Notice the phrase, feed on his faithfulness, meaning nourish yourself on God's faithfulness instead of losing your energy by fretting and planning and devising on how to take revenge. Do good, David says. Remember Romans 12, 21, not to be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. Third, David says, trust God to protect you and to promote you. Trust God to protect you and to promote you as well. In verse 5, he says, commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. In Hebrew, the word for commit is literally to roll, to roll your burdens to God. In other words, to entrust your burdens to him. As a matter of fact, the more we fret, the worse it gets for us, doesn't it? 
Our strength is to sit still. Our strength is to find a peace with God. May I say, commit your ways to the Lord would mean a loving God to protect your name and a loving God to bless your works. Fourth, David says, find rest in the Lord who deals with the wicked. Find rest in the Lord who deals with the wicked. Verse 7 and 8, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his ways, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. In fact, the rest spoken of here is a special kind of a rest. It is the rest of silence. That means ceasing from words of self-defense. The idea is that we will not speak to vindicate ourselves, but we would instead trust God to protect us. It is Warren Wearsby who said, Restlessness is an evidence of unbelief. Restlessness is an evidence of unbelief. Faith, on the other hand, rests in the Lord and enjoys the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. So as we are waiting in the Lord, avoid the temptation to murmur or repine at the other person or even be angry at them. But silently and quietly submit to God's will and have the Lord judge. Verse 9 to 15, David says, As you rest in the Lord, the Lord will deal with the wicked and the Lord shall judge them. Finally, David says, To wait on the Lord, to wait on the Lord and to keep his ways, for when you wait on him, he will exalt you. In fact, David waited on the Lord and did not take things upon his hand, and the Lord exalted him to be the king of Israel in his own time. But remember, David was anointed long, long time ago as a king. He had all the reasons to fret at God. He had all the reasons to doubt God. But in all his years of exile, he trusted God and his faithfulness and he patiently waited on him. It is Martin Luther who said, while we wait on the Lord, the Lord oftentimes quietly molds us into the right shape. The Lord quietly molds us into the right shape. It is Warren Wearsby who said, God sometimes waits in answering prayers so that he might strengthen our patience. Well, do take time to read the psalm one more time. In the light of what we learned today, it will truly, truly bless you. So do not fret. Do not get heated up. Don't get all worked up. Don't have a heartburn. Put your trust and delight in the Lord. In other words, feed yourself on God's faithfulness. Nourish yourself on God's faithfulness. Third, commit your ways to the Lord. Roll your burdens onto Him and trust Him. Trust God to protect you and to promote you. Fourth, find rest in the Lord who deals with the wicked. Remember, restlessness is an evidence of unbelief. Faith, on the other hand, rests in the Lord and enjoys the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. And finally and fifth, wait on the Lord. Here remember, in waiting, God molds us. And when you wait on Him, you allow God to exalt you instead of exalting yourself. You allow God to exalt you and lift you up instead of exalting yourself. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, I commit my worries to you. And I commit those that cost me these worries. I commit those who cause me to fret in life. I must confess to God that I end up fretting about them. But help me, dear Lord, to heed David's advice here, to trust you, to delight in you, to commit my ways to you, and to find my rest and peace in you, O God, and to wait upon you. For the Bible also reminds us that in your time, you make all things beautiful. And while I am waiting, O Lord, I pray that you will mold me and you will strengthen me in my patience. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.